Винья Отця и Сина и Святого Духа. Аминь. Слава Иисусу Христу. Glory to Jesus Christ. Sometimes people ask me, so why do we exchange uh, the kiss of peace? Um, and uh, here you have it, right from the first letter to the Corinthians. Greet each other with a holy kiss. Now, you know, uh, you go to most uh, high school facilities, or you go to the movies or television, there's plenty of kissing going on, but very little of it is holy kisses. And, and what makes a kiss really holy uh, is when uh, someone hurts us and we forgive them and we take the first step to show them that we love them no matter what uh, and give them the holy kiss, the kiss of peace. That's the only way that we can profess our faith in the Holy Trinity with any integrity is to show that we have taken seriously the news that we are to live the way that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit live in perfect harmony and love. Now, St. Paul makes it clear that it's not easy to live the Christian life. He says, be strong, uh, be manly, he says, uh, in, in the faith. Because it's a struggle. Because we face evil all around us. Deve mene podivili se v sviti, skoršiči pizniše, mi stričajimo se z izlom, z lukavstvom. I často ljudi hitajuće u viri, jak bačuć velike straždanja i velike nadužitja, velike zlo. I mi musimo zastanoviti se nad tem pitanjem sjehodnje. Having read the gospel with the parable about the vineyard and the tenants who abuse their privileges and want to own the vineyard, even though they know very well that it is not theirs. We have to confront the question of evil. And this befuddles a lot of people. And atheists love to use this argument. If God is by definition all-knowing, all-good, and all-powerful, then he must stop evil in the world. And since he doesn't, uh, he is certainly not all-knowing, all-good, and all-powerful. He might be one or two of these, but certainly not all three. And many Christians don't know how to respond to this. Uh, 
But the fact is that, first of all, we have to distinguish two types of evil. There is what we call natural evil. That's the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the sudden infant death. Um, the, uh, the, these terrible things that uh, really shake us up. There is loss of life, and uh, there is immense suffering. The hurricanes, the tornadoes, uh, the floods, the mudslides, the, the wildfires, we could go on and on. Uh, these things certainly um, we would have a hard time classifying as good. There's another type of evil, and that is moral evil. And that is squarely uh, in our laps as our responsibility. So we have to keep clear the distinction between those two. Je prirodnje zlo, vsaki prirodni stihije, ki tvorje velike straždanje dla ljudi, i je moralne zlo, jake mi označajemo slovom hrih. So, um, let's take a closer look at these things. So when a uh, uh, killer whale eats a dolphin, is that a moral evil? No, we don't attribute the capacity for moral judgment to an animal. When lightning strikes and a forest fire starts and thousands of acres uh, are burned, do we then say, well, lightning is evil? No, because there's no capacity. Lightning has no capacity to make moral judgments. But when a human being hurts, defrauds, uh, cheats, uh, in, unjustly imprisons, um, kills another human being, um, it is very easy to recognize that this is uh, evil. Uh, so this natural evil it causes suffering, but it isn't evil in the same way that moral evil is. Because moral evil is the abuse of our freedom. Hospoit dal nam svobidnu voju. Na teštu mi mohli svobidno vebrati spilkovanja z njim, što mi mohli svobidno vebrati dobro, što mi mohli skazati, nehaj bude volja tvoja, a ne tiljke moja. 
Господь нам дав свободу, і як ми не використовуємо свободу на добро, ми робимо щось нещівного. Це є моральне зло, яке є дуже інакше від природного зла. No, nobody would call the food chain a moral evil. You know, a tiny animal eats uh, a, uh, some vegetation and then a, a larger animal eats that animal and then an even larger animal eats that animal. The food chain, right? Now, we wouldn't, we wouldn't say, hey frog, Don't you dare eat that fly because we'll put you in jail. Just the thought of that is absurd, right? Um, so what can we say about natural evil and Um, moral evil. Did it come from God? No. Neither of these comes from God. First of all, natural evil, well, I mean, we call these things acts of God, right? In insurance policies, it says if, you're hit, if your home is uh, hit by a lightning bolt and destroyed, uh, that Under some policies, that's not covered because that's an act of God. If uh, you're flying somewhere and your flight is delayed because of uh, a snowstorm, which I don't think we have to worry about that much if we're taking off from Tucson, but if you're connecting in Chicago, <clears throat> it could be a big deal. The airline is not uh, required to give you some kind of compensation because unlike mechanical failure, which is their fault, this snowstorm is an act of God. So uh, some people jump to the conclusion that all the uh, natural evil in the world is of God's devising. And that's simply not true. If you uh, understand uh, just the basics of uh, astrophysics and cosmology, you know that the most widely held and, and very well supported uh, evidence-wise uh, understanding of where the universe came from is the so-called Big Bang Theory. All of space, time, energy, and matter came into being instantaneously. That's what the general scientific view is. Uh, it happens to correspond quite closely to the biblical view. Um, 
And interestingly, it was first proposed by a Catholic priest who was a physicist, uh, Father Georges uh, Lemaitre. And um, what does this tell us? That whoever or whatever caused the uh, universe to come into being is not part of the universe's space, time, matter, or energy. Why? Because all of it came into existence simultaneously in that instant. So God cannot be a part of it. God stands outside of that. Now God is all-powerful, but once he creates, he voluntarily allows some of his power to be delegated to the laws of physics, the laws of science, because he wants us through our study of the universe to come to a knowledge of his wonderful design. But as soon as he allows these laws of science to uh, run things, that means he's not constantly changing things. So natural disasters are a consequence of many natural uh, forces. Earthquakes and volcanic eruptions are due to uh, the nature of uh, the, the seismic plates on our planet, which if we did not have, this planet could not support life. Um, the hurricanes come from the fact that three-quarters of the planet uh, is covered by water. And when you put water and air pressure and wind together, uh, sometimes things like tropical storms and hurricanes develop. And I could go on and on with these examples of uh, natural disasters which simply follow the laws of science. Um, so God allows the laws of science to rule. Now, uh, does he know that this causes pain? Yes. But that's not the final word. That's not the final word. Remember, the sun, as we are reminded in the parable of today's gospel, the sun becomes one of us and lives in this world of natural disasters and of moral failings. 
So, um, what is the last word? The last word is that uh, there will be a new heaven and a new earth uh, in which we will not experience either natural or moral uh, evil. But this is the clincher, okay? How do we know that something is evil? By contrast. Because we know what is good. And evil is either a privation of good or a direct um, rebellion against good. And why do we know what is good? Remember the passage in the Gospels where the young man comes up to Jesus and says, good teacher, and asks him a question about how to uh, arrive at eternal life. He says, why do you call me good? Only God is good. That doesn't mean that Jesus is saying, you know, I'm not God. What he, what he is doing is, do you realize the implications of what you're saying? But his statement needs to be taken at face value. Only God is perfectly good. And so I don't know how an atheist can claim that because there is evil and suffering in the world, there can't be a God. How do you know what is evil unless you have something to compare it to? If there is no perfect good with no evil admixture to it, then your ideas about what is good and what is not is just your opinion. And I might have a different opinion. There might be millions of opinions of what is good and what is evil. Maybe we should kill all people who don't sing well. Because in our liturgical tradition, uh, singing is important. What a gruesome opinion. It's not very different from Adolf Hitler's decision to kill Jews, um, Roma, the Gypsies, and Slavs, because he considered them to be untermenschen, uh, something below human. If there is no objective good, then evil is completely up for grabs. So the greatest argument for the existence of God who is perfectly good is the existence of evil which is not, which we could not recognize 
unless there were perfect good. When we look at Jesus Christ crucified, forgiving those who put him to death, we recognize in our hearts that that is perfect good. That level of love, which uh, we have a hard time imagining ourselves being able to do, that is good. And that's a divine act. So, in today's gospel, we see some evil men. What is the context of all of this, of this parable? Jesus has just entered Jerusalem in the 21st chapter of Matthew. And, uh, you know, the whole Palm Sunday thing, everybody screaming, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Um, And he goes to the temple, and he immediately cleans out all of the uh, dirty money-making that was going on in the temple precincts. And uh, the religious establishment comes up and says, who do you think you are? Uh, and they have, a, they have a little interchange there and um, the religious establishment is befuddled by Jesus' uh, answer, more by his question to them, but that's for another time. Uh, and then he does several things. One, he curses a fig tree that is not giving any fruit. Now I see Pani Luba is smiling because she's the queen of the figs uh, in this parish, or in Panuset. Yeah, they, uh, they supply all of us with figs. Uh, but so Jesus does this very strange thing. He curses this fig tree and says, you will never give fruit anymore. What is he doing? He's really not talking about the fig tree. He is really talking about the religious establishment, which is not giving fruit. Then he launches into this uh, parable. Um, he launches into several, but, but one, one of them is this one that we heard today. Uh, so these people who tried to take over the Lord's vineyard, a beloved biblical reference to God's sphere of activity, especially to his faithful people. Um, Instead of rendering to God what they're supposed to render to God, what do they do? They try to own the thing. And so we see evil. And so we ask, so, so why doesn't God stop that? Why doesn't God stop moral evil? Well, because God gave us the gift of freedom. Why doesn't God wipe out all sinners from the earth? Uh, so it's a good thing that God does not destroy all sinners because uh, we would be uh, right in there. 
We say as much in the prayer before Holy Communion. Uh, you came to save sinners of whom I am first. So, is it a mistake that there's evil in the world? No. Is it God's will that there be evil in the world? No. Evil does exist, and God is not pleased with it. And God takes measures to correct it. But the unexpected measure of offering himself up in order to save the world. Let us be thankful to him and let us entrust our lives to him. My favorite passage in the New Testament is in uh, the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verse 28, uh, that the Lord makes all things work unto the good for those who love him. Hospod obertaje vse na dobro dla teh, jaki jeho ljubljaj. Naši ljudi male s teke hlopskoji modrosti teke pidsumovanja tolčenja. Nema zla, što na dobro ne vejde. Ali ne dla vsi ale dla tych, jaki lubią Gospoda. A kto to jest? To jest my. My Jego niedoskonale lubimy, ale my Jego lubimy. I tomu to jest nasza wtycha i to jest nasza odpowiedź na pytania zła w tym świecie. Nawet jeśli przyjdziecie nam terpity przez moralne hrihe, abo čeraz jakiś prirodni stihi, abo nedugo, abo šas. Mi možemo skazati, gospode, ja tebe ljublju. Ja znaju, što ti v sposobi, ki ja še ne razumiju, se uberneš na dobro. The Lord makes all things work unto the good for those who love him. And uh, I sure am glad about that. There are a lot of things in this world that I am waiting for the Lord to turn into good. And I am sure that he will do it. Amen. Vimya Otsya, Isina, Isyatohu Ducha, Amin. Slava Isusu Christo. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen.